0: Welcome aboard the Travel DJ Blend Podcast. Rest assured, your captain and host, Brian B., has logged extensive destination event miles as a headlining private event DJ. So expect to reach new heights each and every episode. Your captain will cover everything from DJ tips and tricks, travel hacks, and entrepreneurial advice. Keep your seat in the upright position while we bring you interviews with industry pros, pop culture commentary, (laughs) and of course, music recs. The perfect blend. The fastened seatbelt sign is on, as we will likely experience turbulence from knowledge nuggets and truth bombs being dropped regularly. You're going to need your tray table, as taking notes is optimal. Smoking is prohibited on this flight, but your mindset shift will be fire. Your crew will be elevating the conversation and challenging the status quo. We know you have a choice when you fly this high, and we thank you for choosing the Travel DJ Blend podcast. Here's your captain, Brian B. Enjoy your flight.
1: Hey, private event DJs, are you still planning your clients' events with a Google Doc or a Spotify playlist? If so, let me help you out. Vibo is a music and event planning app for your clients that I've been using for years. Not only has it been a great perk in booking my services, but it's the only tool that has ever been mentioned in client reviews. Viabo saves you time. It syncs your music from your clients' requests in seconds, and it integrates with your music software of choice. Now, here's an exclusive offer for my podcast listeners. Save $10 off your first month subscription by entering the promo code DJBrianB when booking your free demo on Vibo's website. This one small change will level up your business. Visit vibodj.com, enter the promo code DJBrianB, and book your free demo today. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Travel DJ Blend. Like I mentioned early on in the first episode of this season, we're changing things up with how we're formatting the episodes. Every so often, I'm going to bring in a partner or a tool that I use in my events that I think you need to know about because it's made such a monumental difference in the way that I approach an event, the way I execute an event. And I think you need to know about it because these tools have changed not only the perceived value of what I'm bringing to the table, but they've made my life easier. So one of the tools that I wanted to introduce you to, if you're not familiar with it is Vibo. It's the music and event planning app that I use with my clients to capture song requests. And I'll talk about that in a minute, because the way I do it is much different than how I've done it in the past. Over the last couple of months, I've been tweaking and tweaking this and I've actually stripped the app Pretty significantly, and I have a much different approach than in years past. But we've actually brought Michael Mahler, who is the founder on before. He's been on previous years where we talked about the entrepreneurial journey he's been on. I think we may have had him on one other time. So I want to welcome him in. Michael, thank you for joining us on this episode. Can't wait to talk to you about the product and where things are at.
2: Thank you for inviting me, Brian. Always a a fun time seeing you and talking to you, even though we can't do our uh, breakfast in New York anymore. We both moved (laughs) out of New York.
1: Yeah. Well, let's just jump right into it. I wanted to kind of just talk about what the product is because there are some people who are listening to this who maybe have never heard of Vibo. Obviously, there are some people listening that have and maybe they use it. But for those that aren't familiar with the product at all, can you talk a little bit about what it is and how it can benefit someone's business? Of
2: course. So essentially, Vibo is built specifically for mobile DJs. And the majority of the DJs that use it are are also pretty narrowed down to 80% wedding DJs. And what it does is it helps you streamline everything that you do in terms of the planning with the client. But what we've seen over the last five years since we launched that it's also become part of the selling process because clients want to have that confidence. And I'm sure you can elaborate more because I haven't been DJing for five years, showing them tools that are more up to date, that are easy, that are mobile friendly. And it also helps you at the end of the planning process with the prep work in terms of creating a PDF, exporting the songs to any streaming software, which now the world is... Moving very quickly over to streaming, but if you're still using, which most of us always have backups with mp3s and mp4s and and all those files as djs it also finds the songs for you and
1: builds crates for you
2: kind of like from the sale all the way to like all those months where you're planning with the event with the with the client and then into the prepping
1: and what made me kind of jump to this platform from the get-go was the fact that it was an actual app so many of the music planning tools and organizational tools that are out there are all web-based but they don't feel modern and every Everything has kind of moved to an app and you may have alluded to this slightly, but like I have found that to be a huge selling tool in the way that I present to a client that, hey, you're going to get a download link to get this app that we'll use in putting together and creating kind of the event soundtrack for your day or for your event. And so that has been from day one. Anytime I mention the word app, all of a sudden like people's ears perk up. They're all excited about it because they haven't seen other professionals, not even just DJs necessarily, but I'm talking about across the board, like whether they're a planner or whether they are a florist, they're not using these app tools or migrating to them yet. So the fact that the music is kind of moving that way, it just automatically makes them think that, Hey, we're up with the times. We know what we're doing. And like, we're a forward thinking company. Before we move on to the next question, I'd love to let our listeners know right off at the top, like how does the subscription service work? Is it monthly? Is it a yearly fee? Not only the cost associated with it, but if you are a single app op, as opposed to maybe a multi-app, which means that you have multiple DJs working for you, how does that all play in currently to the program?
2: Basically, we have a price that's a yearly and a monthly. It's $100 a month or, or $1,000 a year. And then if you're a multi-app, then you can add DJs and subtract DJs for 20 Per month per DJ or 200 per year per DJ. That being said, when multi ops that have over 10 DJs kind of talk to us, then we, we do kind of look at them as an enterprise and we, we are able to work with them. When they have like 20 DJs or 50 DJs, then we do kind of work with them. But up to 10 DJs, that's pretty much our solid price. So if anyone's listening and you have 50 djs working for you then don't get cold feet what's kind of the onboarding process like for it that's a great question because it's something i've been really trying to improve last the last six months i'd say really strong so what we did is we just finished the um, onboarding about a month ago and training two djs that have been using the platform for three to four years and now we have two success Team members that are helping me onboard people and then once you join they will literally give people homework to prepare their templates and we hop on the next meeting with them within the week and after that we'll check in with you you know within two to three to sometimes within the month and it's very very white glove held with our success team and that being said we also literally um month ago or two months ago, I think launched our support chat, which is as we get more and more support questions, I add it to a knowledge base and we're creating videos and content. So, you know, there's so many disciplines within creating a company. One of the most important ones is customer success and support. So we have been doubling down in the last six
1: months with more content. I love that white glove approach. And it's a unique product because you're not just dealing with a B2B business to business situation here. You're dealing with business to business to client, which is almost like you've got two customers you're dealing with, which I think is really an interesting and really kind of a one-off situation that not many people have, even in our industry. So with that, how has Vibo evolved since it's launched? What has Vibo been able to hold on to, and what has had to change beyond the aesthetic, like the fonts and colors that tend to move every couple of years? Has there been some things that have been staples that you're like, we know this is the thing that we're kind of hanging our hat on. And then what are the things that had to change because of demand from customers or demand from B2C clients?
2: So when we launched, we were using an app called Vibo. Now we're at Vibo 2.0. The only reason we renamed it is because we didn't have the same name on the App Store, but it is a completely new app. And some of the differences are visible and some are not visible. There's so many things that we as I'm talking now as a DJ. I know that 90% of your audience is DJs and entrepreneurs. We do so much work on the back end that no one knows about. And then at the end of the day, we come and perform. But it's your experience. It's what you did at home. It's all the planning meetings. It's all the back end stuff. And it all comes out at one beautiful evening. People don't even know. Same thing for the app. We do a lot of work on the back end and no one really knows. So 1.0, we were using YouTube as a search engine. And then, of course, we hit that quota limit and YouTube didn't like that no more. So, you know, we're always, you know, you hit a wall and you try to figure out how to climb the wall and keep running. So we built our own song service. And that was basically the backbone of 2.0, where we're more independent. And then as we continue growing, of course, the user experience is always evolving and improving with the you know, Android and Apple guidelines, making it easy on the clients. And as you said, also making it easier for the DJs. But there's a lot of things that we did along the years to make it more stable, to make it safer. I'll give you one example. I was on a call just this morning with our iPhone engineer engineer. And this is a little bit embarrassing, but it's totally normal. Last year, exactly to the date in January, across our iPhone users, which is about, I'd say, 20,000 sessions per month, we had 5,000 crashes last year. Of course, every user uses it more than once, but a, you know, across 20,000 unique unique people that uses the end, the b 2 b to c this, the customers that use it, 5,000 crashes a month. You know how many crashes we had this month? Three. Wow. It's just an insane number that we work work really hard to just make this. If it's a premium product, you want to really give that premium experience and you don't want the app to crash for your clients. So these are things that may not be seen, but the engineering part behind the scenes is much, much more stable. And the updates, are, I think, have become much more smooth, knock on wood. And feature-wise... I think there's always been an involvement, but what I think to kind of wrap it up is the vision always stayed the same. So we always try to stick to our guns in terms of what we are and what we're trying to give. And I think that's the main point Kind of to summarize the question is that we did change and add and kind of do different things that people know or don't know, but it was always started as an app to help DJs plan events with their clients. And it still is for the last, you know, half a decade.
1: One of the things I've noticed is the rapid growth of AI, where nowadays you can literally spit out a business plan within like two or three minutes that would take people weeks or months to do. How do you see this kind of playing into the need for the app in a sense Or how are you planning on potentially leveraging this technology that's out there to even improve it even more? Is there some thoughts that you guys have kind of wrestled with as a tech company on this?
2: Yeah, I think so. The last two months, we're recording this January, mid-January 2023. I mean, the last two months was like a supernova in the world in terms of AI. And we're just kind of figuring out how to implement all the powers that the AI could give us as a company. But I think if I'm putting on the hat of the DJ, I mean, I think what's lucky is that these AI tools are gonna be enhancements to humans. Of course, the AI is creative. It has some creativity, but I think we have to guide it. Whatever the AI may help us as humans, it's always gonna be kind of guided by humans and steered by humans. The human touch is always gonna stay there. And I think people are still, even when we all lose our jobs, we're still gonna have weddings and have families want to have babies and want to celebrate these moments and i think the app will still stay relevant in terms of the question is is ai going to switch different things that we do as djs i think it's just going to enhance us right. and i'm sure we're going to be able to u- use uh, the tools to our advantages move faster as a company and update things faster so not only like we were talking a little bit before our meeting about the playlists that it could spit out and stuff like that, which we can also probably utilize on our backend. But as engineers, you know, we we now have tools that the AI could literally check your code for you and all these crazy things that robots can do now. So I'm, I'm sure the updates are going to be faster or more robust than we can ever do before as a team.
1: Well, let's put on the uh, entrepreneurial hat here. I was curious, just based on the fact that you've been in business now five years, what are some things that you've learned since the inception as a business owner that if you could go back to your pre-launch self, what would be some things that you would tell yourself as a business owner?
2: For me, I think I didn't understand back in the day how important the human connections will be
1: and how small this industry
2: actually is. So it's something that I learned a lot from you. You kept telling me like, the the human relations, you just realize that the more you just stay in one industry, like, wow, I keep seeing the same faces. And it's so important to just be a good person. Every person in this industry counts. It's really shocking because I came to America from a small country that's 30 times smaller in the population. And I knew everyone. And I was like, ah, in America, no, but it's still small enough that everyone knows everyone and everyone talks about everything. And it's, um, I think something I probably want to realize more, not that I think I made any big mistakes, but I was like, I would have wanted to know that before. Like the world is big, but it's also kind of small, you know, within small niches. So
1: you never know how impactful somebody is going to be to the business or to, send a referral, you know, sometimes you just think, oh, I got to get a- go after the big fish, you know, the people who have the big reach. And what I've realized is sometimes, no, it's the person who's maybe right under there. You don't know when they're going to break out. Never discount what you think someone can potentially bring to the table. Hey, DJs, real quick, Brian B. here with a tip. One of the hottest DJ music pools right now is Heavy Hits. Are you familiar with it? You need to be. They cover literally every genre from Top 40 to Hip Hop to Latin to Afro Beats and more. Not only that, but their curated playlists and charts including trending Spotify and TikTok tracks are second to none. The interface is easy to use and they have a ton of exclusive edits which I use on the regular. But you want to know the best part? For my podcast listeners, I have a special promo code that will give you a 30-day trial for $5. Yep, you heard that right. $5. Go to heavyhits.com and enter the promo code BRIANB. That's heavyhits.com and the promo code is Brian B, all one word, no spaces. Take advantage of this right now and up your music game today. So I wanted to kind of close this episode by talking a little bit about the future. What are some things that you guys are looking at doing in the next you know, six to nine months here with Vibo. What are some things that you're mulling around that you're thinking through?
2: Yeah, that's a great question. You know, you try and plan. They say, we plan and God laughs. But I think one of the things that the world is really moving towards is automation. It's been going that way for years, but now it's become something like, everyone's automating like it's really common that people already know about these automations and I remember once it was like weird and now it's you have to automate so that's what we're going to be doing this year I think working a lot on helping DJs do less work in terms of having abilities to send push notifications to the clients as if it was them and make it feel really natural anything that we do that takes time right now and I mean the app does already make everything much easier than doing it On a piece of paper, but it could always be better. So that's one of the biggest. Things that we're going to be working on. And then the second biggest thing is because most of our DJs are really premium, we're going to be working very hard on adding the premium look, whether it's a PDF that's going to look 10 times better, where whether it's the branding piece where you, you can have the app look more and more like it's yours and less and less like it's a Bible. Those are the biggest, I think, two, two biggest components that we're planning on doing this year. Of course, there's other things that are coming, but those are like the big chunks.
1: I'm excited to see where that goes. I can tell you guys right off the bat that for me, and everybody does this differently, but this is just real talk here. I don't charge any extra to a client who decides to use Vibo. I felt like it needed to be across the board. I didn't want to keep track of two different systems and have the premium people that were using my Vibo service and then people who weren't because then it's just all over the map. And to be quite honest, the automation that is already available through Vibo, it made no sense to not have that for myself. So to have a different platform that was like kind of for the basic client of mine just didn't make sense. I'd rather just make it across the board. It made it easier. And it's one of the only tools that I've ever used. And I can say this candidly with you that anyone's ever mentioned on a review. I've used many different things. I've got a CRM that I use. I have a lot of other tools that I've given folks. And the one that constantly gets kind of mentioned in the reviews without any prodding has been the app. If you're on the fence on something like this, and this isn't meant to be a commercial per se, I just want to be honest with you as the listener, is this tool has more than paid for itself for me. Not only are they always looking to stay up with what's current, which we've kind of talked about a little bit on this episode, but the fact is is that there's nothing else out there that even comes close to it from a standpoint of technology, feel and look and premiumness, if that's even a word, to showcase to those that are looking to kind of level up the experience so if you're on the fence definitely jump off of it, jump into this because he's going to help you get through it. And the best part about it for me was that I almost didn't have to call him much at all because it's such an easy, when it's easy for us as the DJ to figure out, then it usually translates downstream where it's easier for your team to figure out if you're a multi-op or your client down the road. So anyway, wanted to share this tool with you because I feel like this is something that you should definitely be aware of if you're not. The only other thing I was going to ask about really, is there any thought to utilizing this in real time? I know some people have brought this up in requests or whatnot, but like, has it moved the needle enough? Is there enough people that are looking to like, Hey, at an event, this could be something that would be working in real time. Or is that kind of off the table and you want to make this a tool that's done all before the event happens
2: I like that question because it's good also because the main key thing with the entrepreneur hat on is the word focus and I think when we started we were like we're going to help DJs with everything no you're not you're not going to help you're not a DJ and a photographer you're not a CRM and a planning app no you just it can't be that we're good at everything so that's basically the word focus I can't be the best planning app and be the best Live request app. It's just Got it. so much to improve just with the planning piece. Let's talk about the branding. Just adding the DJ's color in the app, the icon think about a feature that would automatically change all the playlists within the app to have your branding on it. All that real estate on their phone that will have Brian B or whatever the DJ's branding is is much more important for me than having another feature that will, you know, be try and be something else. So, I'm always whenever I get people asking for a feature, I sit down and ask myself, is this our real focus? Is this our real vision? And it's hard to say no because all the ideas are so good but sometimes that no is going to save you from going out of business because you cut yourself too thin.
1: You know, I totally respect that. And I love the, the fact that you're zeroed in. It's kind of like the diner that just has the 50 page menu. You know what I mean? You're like, is any of this really going to be good? Or the one that has like four or five items. And that's the one that you know is like your go-to. Are you um, going to be at any place where DJs congregate over the next year? Or what's the best way for people to see the product or experience it? Are you doing webinars? How are you getting people to kind of experience the product?
2: So the best way is always to book a call through our website, vibodj.com. Either me or uh, Jay or Maxwell will meet you. I, am planning on going back to the collective. Yeah. I don't know what color badge I'm going to get this year. It's going to be my fifth collective. And the DJ Expo in New Jersey for sure. And then everything else. I'm a little bit taking a sabbatical because before Vibo launched in, in 2018, five years ago, I was kind of doing this for four or three years before. So this year I was like, I need a little bit less shows. So I don't know if I'm going to go to all the shows this year. Probably next year I'll continue going more. And we're going to start, I'm hoping, the plan is to do more webinars. We did a town hall about a month ago, and then hopefully we'll continue doing that about once a month. Hopefully more than last year. Last year was, as some of you know, whoever is subscribed and works with us, that most of our team is in Ukraine. So this whole situation with the war was going on. The last thing I had on my mind was like, let's do another webinar. I'm like, let's keep these boys safe and let's make sure the product is stable. And then, so this year is, you know, we learned how to, develop without electricity nice. sometimes. <laughs> so this year with a little bit, you know, now we know how to handle the craziness of the world. We're going to hopefully do more online events and that's the plan. I don't want to promise anything, but it's a it's a promise for me. That's my 2023 resolution is to be more visible, to do more things online. So
1: with that, is the best way to kind of follow when these things are happening? Can they sign up for a mailing list on Vivo DJ or is it best to just check your socials or combination of both? Yeah,
2: the mailing list, you just sign up on our website it'll automatically you know put you on our mailing list and of course the best the best way If you're listening to this and you're thinking, "Ah, I don't know, should I, should I, or I've been wanting to test it out, so hop on a call. It doesn't cost anything. And if you like it, you like it. And if not, we had a great, you know, get a cup of coffee and have fun.
1: Exactly. Well, Michael, thank you for joining me today, man. This has been awesome to catch up and to hear what's going on with the product and where you're headed and always enjoy just connecting with you. So thanks again for that. And to all my listeners, we appreciate you guys. And we'll catch up with you on the next one. Thank you so much, Brian. See ya.
0: Thanks for listening. You can find this podcast on multiple platforms apple podcast spotify and stitcher if you have a topic you'd like covered dm us on instagram at the travel dj blend we'd appreciate you sharing the love with a comment or a share on our social media posts for this episode and if you are really digging the content help us with the algorithms by leaving a review on any of the platforms we just mentioned until our next time together this is the travel dj blend podcast